You know what's crazy? I actually remember the you remember time because they, they actually offered for me to come work for them. I remember that. Very, very Oh, good. yeah, we did. Like, yo, 15K a month. Yeah. You bust that. that. We were recruiting no. hard. Yeah, yeah. recruited hard. I want, I want to dive into these real estate, these commercial okay. real estate deals you guys got. Through. I want I want all the cheat codes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, guys. Listen, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, if you guys don't know, you about to find out, man. We got some two of the dopest guests that, you know, I could think of personally here today to talk to us a lot about syndications about real estate about getting get to the get bag, that house get that shelter get bag when it comes <laughs> to commercial real estate and uh apartment syndications man so ace and Aco, man i'm glad to have you guys here welcome to chico and lock welcome to chico thank you guys for having us the kind word yeah we know ace and Icon from a whole different oh yeah different man game, right like ace and ak man you know we call him ak because that's our guy yeah, yeah. Let's rock with AK. AK forty-seven. <laughs> you know, we knew these guys back before we really were doing a whole lot in the, you know, in the education space before we built Cheat Code, before mm-hmm. we built Invest Academy, anything like that. You know, we're just grinding out. Um, I just came out of real estate, lost a, a bag in real estate. Yeah, I mean, getting over leverage and single flips. So it was in real estate and property yeah. management. Massive property management, twenty-five hundred units. Crazy. 2, units. Yeah. And Ace and AK, man, these guys were grinding. They were young. Young hustlers out here grinding. They had they had that Miami hustle. Miami, Miami. <laughs> yeah. Bought Miami vibes to DC. And yeah. And they were killing it in the uh, wholesaling space, man. So I only like kind of frame, I guess, a little bit of the storyline of how you guys got started in the real estate world. We initially was were doing marketing for um, other companies, right? For other businesses, we were going hustling, pretty much doing whatever it takes to earn their business. And I think one of the clients that. Um, we had was a real estate client. Um, um, Akim was helping them with their funnels, doing mm-hmm. online marketing. And uh, we just started noticing how we could apply that. And, you know, we also had the hustle that we could go out there, find these deals, find opportunities, put it under contract, mm-hmm. and then maybe flip it, sell it. You know, it was it was just the foundational blocks to understanding real estate, right? right. To, to the first step is, is making a deal happen. Exactly. In order to make a deal happen, you got to understand marketing and sales. So, um, you know, we linked up. I think he called me up one day and he said, hey, look, I got this opportunity. Um, if you're interested, let's go hard on it. By the time I hang up the phone, I'm, I'm over there driving in my car, going over to his place, That's right? Because you got to get yeah. to it, right? Like, yeah. success takes speed. I feel like people don't realize that sometimes. And it's like, Definitely. you got to get up and move. Yeah. Like, if an opportunity comes across your way, there's no dilly-dallying. You yeah. get on top of it, move, and make it happen. Same yeah. day, we set a goal. We said we're going to put up a million dollars. Yeah. Hadn't even made him right. even even a hundred thousand dollars. Right, we're gonna put up a million dollars. Vision was there, right? Yeah, yeah. you got you got to be uh, bold, and so yeah. we, we put it on the board. Um, within that year, we actually did hit it. First year was what oh. type of real estate was this? This was uh, single family flipping and wholesaling. Flipping, yeah, with a single family. Yeah. Did it for a couple. First year, you guys got together, you made a million. Yeah, First year, yep. And you know what we did? We didn't even buy nothing, bro. We reinvested most of the money. Right. We went and found mentors, coaches. How do we scale this? Right. How do we uh, create a company out of it? Right. Went, um, put out a deposit for an office space, 4,000 square feet in Alexandria. Right. Started hiring people right off the bat. Literally just right. started going hard. It was crazy. I actually yeah. remember this. You remember that? Right. They, they actually offered for me to come work for them. I remember that. Very, very Oh, good. yeah, like, we did. Like, yo, 15K a month. Yeah. You bust that. that. We were recruiting hard. Yeah. 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 Hard. You guys were at the time building a wholesale flipping right. empire. Yeah. And doing, you know, basically hiring people to do, like, make the calls. For those of you who don't know, wholesaling is 
What exactly? Yeah. You're so, flipping contracts. Yeah. You, yeah. you get a property under contract and you assign that contract yeah. to an end buyer and an investor that that's actually going to close on it and flip the property. Right. So you're not actually, you know, flipping the, the property itself. Right. You're flipping the paper. Flipping the paper. Oh, man. So you don't even have to physically touch the house or... Yeah. Do any hard labor. Yeah. Extremely like low it's risk. It's like step oh, one. Man. Step one to understanding the game. It's it's the best way to learn. Best way to learn. Yeah. Man, so you guys have to actually go out, you know, you know, yeah. find deals that people are, you know, motivated and call them motivated sellers, right? It's like that want to get rid of a house. Yeah. Right. Get under discount, get under contract, sell to somebody else. And you guys systemize that process. Yeah. Or were you guys doing it yourself, like just going door to door right. and you know, sending out mailers or I mean, at the time we were doing a bunch of marketing, everything, calling, everything, direct yeah. mail, everything, everything but PPC. G- getting it out the oh. SMS. Yeah. Getting it out the Because it's a hustle. It's a, Wholesaling yeah. is a hustle game, yeah. right? Yeah. And you got to have people around you who want to go and get it just right. bad. Right. And so, you know, we just had, had to lead by example. Yeah. Right. So we did that, man. It was great. You know, a couple of years, we went really, really hard with it. Then we saw a great opportunity come up right. for us to actually go and do what we really wanted. Right, which would which be was, multifamily. Oh, okay. right, going into yes. apartment buildings. Right, and that's where you know, yeah, that's, that's where the that's, that's where the transition that's happened. That's, that's where the transition crazy. happened. It's crazy because we met yeah. in a multifamily environment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. To really kill it in a multifamily. <laughs> yeah, Jay, did, did, did they know? Like you were, did, did, you were the one that leased us up. Did, did right? He was a property manager. Story. I was actually yeah. working in property management, <laughs> and I was the one that actually got these guys their apartment. Yeah. And, and it's crazy how I even like this whole thing even came about because I had actually told these guys they came to check out the spot. I was like, oh man, I, I love these guys. You know, we had a conversation, we talked about them, yeah. them but their apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And then they came back, they're like, hey, listen, man, we really like you. We know you're going to take care of us. And they just walked out the door. Yeah. So I got an opportunity, got a nice apartment. I was like, man, this fits these guys. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I got young McCall. I'm like, yo, I got a Dude, you the sweet. Yeah. And it was so interesting. Same day we were same there. Day. Same day we, we were there. When finally. It's, it's interesting too because you hooked us up with a 12 floor view with a okay. balcony. Yeah. And I remember two days, two days before moving. Right. Uh, this is a 16 floor. This is a 16 floor property, yeah. right? The Graham. And so two days before moving, you give me a call, text me like I got, I got an opening on the 16th floor with an incredible view. Incredible. But you don't get in in unit laundry and you yeah. don't get the balcony. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I need that balcony. <laughs> yeah. But once we once we actually got to the unit, the you couldn't say no. Dude, couldn't say no. I remember I used to come because I used to live in the building too. Yeah. I used to live in the same building. Yeah. And uh, and I used to when I'd be coming in like to to come home. I look up on the 16th floor and I see a, a, a one window that was like red light yeah. or that green light. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that, like, that like would change. Oh yeah, I had the lights. Yeah. We were the only unit in the building to do oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. This is before yeah. everyone started doing it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yo, I was like, yeah. Who is that? Yeah, who is that? These guys had a vibe. It, it, it was oh, a vibe. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting too, looking back at the gram, like all, all the things that happened in that unit. Yeah. You know, you had yeah. guys that come uh, like many times, you know, just to visit. Right. And when I would go to the leasing office, if he was there, yeah. you guys would be using the glass wall to yeah, to take out. notes, map out the plan. Yeah. And here you guys are. Yeah, man. It's crazy. So this day we're still <laughs> mapping out. Man. We're going off in the office yeah. right now. Now we got our old office. We're still mapping out stuff on the on the windows, man. It's just yeah, man. dope. Uh, so like we still map out that stuff now. Yeah. Same way. Crazy. But, you know, it's crazy because like everything comes back full circle. You know what I mean? We just map yeah. stuff out then, map stuff out now. Obviously, it's been a huge growth in the past three, four years, but you guys. Yeah, had a massive growth too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just everything you've been doing from like from that time to now, some of the deals that you guys have been working on, man, commercial, bro, it's crazy, man. Like, yeah, I just want to say I'm super proud of you guys for it. Thank you, boy. Yeah.
No, both of us. You know, we're both in building our, our ventures, right? You guys got the cheat code going on. Got this beautiful platform helping people with the with the trading. You know, and we're hitting it from the real estate yeah. side. Yeah. Um, I want I want to dive into these real estate, these commercial okay. real estate deals you guys got. Through. I want I want all the cheat codes the with cheat these codes. deals. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, just walk me through one of your first commercial, you know, deals that you guys did, how you guys navigated the waters in that space, like how how much exactly capital went into it, just for people sitting back home, like that are curious about the space, like they want to know, hey, how do I syndicate a commercial deal exactly? What do I want to, what do I want to put in to be able to, you know, essentially get out a successful commercial deal and what are the things that I need to look for? Great question. I think the first thing's first, you got to find a good deal. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand how to, you know, analyze a deal, what to look for. Right. Um, once you get that process down and you come across a deal, right. um, that's when you you jump into the numbers, right? Like for our first deal, I, we, we should have put zero money now. We actually put in $400 oh, out, of, out of 1.5 million. And that's, that's because it was it was last minute, something something was, something was came up right. and it was like a $400 short. It's like, I'm not going to go ask for investors for that. Right. So we went ahead and it just sent the 400 bucks. So you guys, deal was done. You bought a $1.5 million property. No, 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 good question. Good question. So it was a, it was a 70 unit of apartment building, 70 yeah. units. The purchase price was uh, $3.8 million. Oh, um, and, and the beauty thing about real estate, which right. is what makes it so unique is you can go buy a $3.8 million property and only have to put 25 to 30% down. Right. So oh. we only had to bring 1.5 million to the table. Right. And I know only, but, no, but, yeah. but, but right. you know, only, oh, hear me out. Only because you can go yeah. and raise that money. It doesn't have to be yours. That's the beauty about real estate also, right? right? Leveraging, right. leveraging the bank, leveraging other people's yeah. money, bringing yeah. all these uh, resources together, right. which is what's called syndication. So we figured out about this uh, this uh, game called real estate syndication, where you can go ahead, pull resources together, right. some you know, bring the deal, bring the money together, bring the operators, bring everything together, and you create a syndication that everybody benefits. They did their role, mm. right? And that's that was one of our first deal, right? right. Bought a three point eight million dollar building with only four hundred dollars of our own money, and yet we still had you know good ownership interest right. of the property, right? And um, it was valuable to everybody, you know, no, act on the sand, a good deal, so, right? Like it has upside. It wasn't, right. it wasn't worth 3.8. Right. It was actually worth 7 million. Wow. Oh. Do you, do, you, do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what he means when it's a good deal. So, so it's, you're getting well, $7 million worth of real estate for $400 of your own money. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's a good story. It's a good headline, the $400, yeah. but really like, you know, it's a $1.5 million raise, regardless if you put in no money, which you don't have to, right. or, you know, thousands of dollars or whatnot. I mean, at the end of the day, like $1.5 million raise, you're looking at it, the investors, you know, their returns are insane when you look at the lifetime of it, when you get yeah. a good deal. Yeah. That's why finding a good deal matters so much, right. because if, if you don't have the money to yeah. put up and you, you want to look out for your investors, these people, right. they will stay loyal to you mm -hmm. if you're putting money in their pocket and you're just... Right. finding incredible deals every time yeah the, the the interesting about you know this deal you know because it was our first deal you know we had an apartment complex right. before is uh we didn't know where we we're gonna find the money we didn't know how we we're gonna find the deal right we just went out there and we once we found the deal everything came together within two weeks a week or two mm -hmm. we uh you know we, we partnered up with another group that had more experience than us you know, it's funny when, when I say that, thinking about, you know, everything that we've done in the past, I'm sure you guys have done too, right? right. Like right. in your own communities, in your own, in your field. Right. We learned in wholesale how to flip by watching what our investors were looking for, mm -hmm. you know? And then, and then obviously, you know, once we learned the flipping game out and not just doing the contracts, it's like, okay, we're looking for this, you know, what's the, what's the next step? Because flipping's not it, right. you know, at least not right. for us. Right. We're looking to build wealth and hold. 
what the wealthiest people in the world do, right? They right. pulled. pulled their and, so, and so going back to, to the commercial, right. you know, we leaned on another group right. to, that had more experience, right. but we put everything else together, right? They, the, you know, we put it, the, the, the money together, we put the deal together and we found the right partners. Right. And so from there, you just have to take it to closing. And that's a whole other process. You know, you, you learn from other people, but you take that, you take that jump forward right. and, and you just get the deal done. That's the most important thing is getting that deal through the crawl or through the finish line. Right. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Like, what is, what would you guys consider as like the components of a good syndication deal? Like if I'm starting out, if I'm watching this right now, right. I'm somebody who's like interested in real estate and this has piqued my interest. Maybe I heard a syndication before, yeah. but I don't know how to pull it off. What is it that I would need? Like as far as a team goes, cause I know this is something that you can't just yeah. typically, you're not gonna pull off on your own. You know, right. what do I need to pull together in order to, Put a syndication deal together right so here's a step, a step one is find a deal so it really does come back to that so i guess we should probably first define what a, what a deal yeah is. what a deal is. and and what, how what constitutes a good deal yeah how we yeah. see it because it's right. like somebody might look a deal and they might pay 95 cents and it's worth a dollar and, and they think they got a deal right but to us exactly. that's not really a deal yeah right or right. even 90 cents like we got to get a relative a good price based on what it's going to be worth in the future right based on future cash flows and so uh, commercial real estate apartment buildings are valued based on how much money it generates, right? The more money it generates, the more value you can add to the bottom line, right. the higher the value can be raised. That's right. the beauty of it, right? It's not right. something that's right. just based on a comparable like a house. Right. Like a house is like, oh, my neighbor sold for 500. I can sell for 500 if I do this. Oh, one. wow. That's for, a really good. Yeah. Put it, yeah. For us, it's like if I can take it for 500,000 a year uh -huh. to 600,000 a year, that extra hundred thousand dollars of right. uh, increased income right. divided by a cap rate, which is what how real estate, commercial real estate is uh, used, divided by a five percent cap rate, dude, that could be like an extra like seven million dollars of additional. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't even know if it was seven million, but it, it was, it's millions of dollars right, right, right. of additional income that's created. Almost like value, like yeah, easily. And so, and, and yeah, we could do the quick numbers on it too, right? right? So if you take two hundred fifty thousand dollars, right, that's additional bottom line, right, right, to yeah. to to the apartment building, right. If you divide that by a lot of the market cap right now is a five cap, right. That means you just increased it by five million dollars. Oh, man. you just increased it by adding ten dollars of additional <laughs> parking. That's and that's not right? just to count the coin laundry, the coin laundry, oh, all these right. additional that has fees. to be yeah. yeah, I remember loading application thing, like, fees, applic yeah. all these pet fees, fees. Oh, yeah. Right. So, but usually, but you're making the you're making the place very nice, right? So people are worth paying that, right? That's definitely. Like people might complain, but they're like, dude, it's a nice community. They put money into, it. and it attracts the right team. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And you're willing to pay it. Okay. So, so you, yeah. so, so the deal. So first. you found a deal. Okay. Good now, deal. all right. I like this deal. This I I know this is a good deal. I even got my financing lined up, right? Or at least for the for larger part, of, you know, as far as like bank financing, let's say. Now I need to come up with one point seven, right, to close yeah. the deal. Who, where do I, what's the team that I'm putting in place to like make this happen? So I can go to an investor and be like, hey, this is worth coming in. I, I can right. handle everything, you know? So in the beginning, you want to be leaning on somebody who's experienced. Like this game, you're talking about millions of dollars. You right. don't really have any different. You can't really learn the education anywhere, right? right? It's not really out there. And so you got to make sure you're doing the right thing as a good steward of other people's money. Mm -hmm. And so you have to lean on somebody who has that experience in the beginning. Mm -hmm. That's what we did, right? There's nothing right. wrong with that, right? right? It's, it's kind of like you're learning as you go right? and you're giving up a little bit of the pie for somebody else mm -hmm. to come do it that you know that they've already had the track record. Right. Because there's such Huh? Like a mentor or kind of like a mentor or like another group, right? Right. So like if we did a deal together and you found an apartment deal right? and I said it was a deal, we both agreed financing is straight. 
you would, you know, you could, you could try to figure out the hard way and risk a lot of money involved, or you could be like, dude, let me get Ace and AK involved. Same they way. could help. They could help Same. me get the whole process down. Syndications. Cheat code syndication. Yeah. Cheat code That's the right there. Right there. Yeah. You lean on them. You bring them in as a partner. Huh? You learn as as they're doing it. Right. They make money. You make money, and it's worth their time to right. give you that expertise on that. Right. It's a mutualistic relationship. Okay, cool. Then that's that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So part basically partner with starting off the gate with somebody new. Partner with somebody who has more experience. Right. Exactly. And then, more experience and is bankable. And bankable too. Because otherwise, if you're doing yeah. your first deal, I'm assuming most people don't have the funds. They don't have the net worth to be right. bankable. Right. So, you know, the, the partner, you can knock out two birds, one stone by finding a partner that can operate and mentor you through the process. But really, they're a partner and mentor. Yeah. And and obviously, and or yeah, and also be bankable. Bank- Go to the bank. Man, I've got to tell you, even as an entrepreneur, man, being bankable is one of the most critical components Huge. that is not talked That's- about. You know, being able to go and get finance, whether it's having the, the credit, right, having the net worth, having the paperwork and documentation in line to be able to go to a bank and say, hey, Praise. I need 200000 to do X, Y, Z. We found out the hard way for a long time, like just not having tax documents in order or whatever it may be, or just keeping the proper records of like, you know, um, statements and profit and loss statements and account sheets, stuff like that. Like our first year, we had to figure all that stuff out to even be able to Look at being big, right? Right, and that's so huge. On like, if you want to scale any business, especially obviously real estate, right? Yeah, like, it's all about being bankable, you know. So that's a key, key point. And they really don't teach you that, not at all. No, I don't no, hear it anywhere. Yeah. Nope, nobody no, told Literally, yeah. no way for anybody in real estate. Period. Like, yeah, commercial. Oh yeah, he's oh, he's, he's about to drop it. Oh, there we go. This is man, I'm making all the cheat codes right here. This is AK writing. Okay, so. What this you is black air right force here, energy is so critical, man. That's because, good. like, having contracts in place for whether it's in wholesaling, whether right. it's in flipping, whether it's in rentals, like single family stuff like that, like, yeah. it's so so critical. Go ahead and drop what you about to say. Drop, yeah, drop con- contracts. Like, you know, yeah. um, if if you're in a single family, uh, it's just as important. I mean, contracts. Right. Like, it's in the writing. You know, when 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 the problems occur or when an obstacle occurs, mm-hmm. you don't go back and forth with the individual you're doing business with. Right. It, you always refer to the contract 99% of the time. Right. And I'll tell you this, in single family, individuals are a lot more lenient. Ace yeah. knows this. Oh, yeah. uh, commercial, these men and women are ruthless. Yeah. And it's not because they have an intent, an ill intent. Right. It's because I'm pointing at the contract. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, uh, we've been in a few, uh, ex- we've had a few experiences where it's like, you know, you, you learn the hard way. Thankfully for us, everything went well because we were able to go to the seller or the broker and and talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, we're relatable people. Yeah. Um, the importance of the contract, not just like t- like everything matters in commercial. We're a single family. If you're doing as is, right, right. Um, it's pretty straightforward, right? But when you're looking at these commercial contracts, everything is outlined. From the day you have the problem, you have your financial terms, right? Earnest money, um, you know, purchase price and all that. Right. Easy stuff. Where it gets where it gets really Be bulky yeah. is like this is how due diligence is gonna go down. Right. So when you you know you want something during due diligence or you need something from the seller, if you didn't put it in writing, they can they can back off and be like you know like I don't need to give it to you or yeah. you know and a lot yeah. they don't always do that but they will. Yeah. And then making sure you have like options. One of the things we just learned on our um, last deal was uh, you want to a lot of times if 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 it allows you want to put you want to have a buyer option. To extend for an um, uh, for an amount that I'm gonna give you earnest money and it's non-refundable. 
So if my 60 day timeline is up and I'm supposed to close, you know, I, I would reach if you knew before then I'll reach out before and be like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm looking for an extension. But why would you want to do that? That person, if the value went up over time or he might be getting blown up or right. other offers, right. you want you want it to be in the right. Because he could easily back out and he has all of the leverage over you. Right. So you want to have, you know, a clause in there that says, well, we want to put in, you know, one hundred thousand dollars for extra 30 days yeah. and we get two. We get that two times. Yeah, man. I mean, man. dude, like contracts is like a, it's like an art in and of itself. Honestly, right. it's yeah. like knowing how to structure contracts pretty in there yeah. properly is just so so critical, man. To your point, and even to your point earlier, having that mentor, that guy that's already mm-hmm. been through it, to say put this in there, put that in there, and mm-hmm. things like that. I'm, I can yeah. only imagine because I know for single family how critical it was that I didn't know what I needed to put in the contracts. Mm-hmm. Things like holding you know a certain amount of money for you know the last. The last payment on final inspection, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, right? Like that's interest right. contracts prior to it, and it cost me my entire single family uh, real estate business. Like you don't know what you don't know, right? right. Like not right. know if you come into a commercial deal without that experience, person. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine the type of things that you you like, can screw yourself. Oh, and and, and here, here's here's what we learn. And unless you have an absolute like killer of an attorney, um, like like Donald Trump's guy, you know, yeah. Um, when when you get into this space, a lot of attorneys are they're good, they're really good, but there are greater ones out there, and usually they're on the other side, especially when you talk right. about big assets. Um, and where, where I'm ultimately going for this is, you know, you want to make sure you have a good attorney on your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the person that's going to draft this PSA up anyways um, and and really get down to the nitty-gritty. But it's not just with sellers and brokers. Mm-hmm. Everyone's looking out for their own pockets at the end of the day, right. and it's all on the right. So when you're talking with property management companies, they'll throw in clauses where they're getting a fee here and a fee here, Thousands. and it's like, whoa, whoa, yeah, you know, I you know. know. And, and then with lenders, well, I got a piece of advice before I got into multifamily. I just shared this with Ace recently. I'm like, we got to read every single word that we get when a, a lender sends out a contract. Yep. Because the bank is your biggest partner. And so, and, and banks, you already, we, are, we all know this. They're ruthless. You know, if, if, you, if you mess up, they don't care. They don't. There's no emotion involved. And so. They're moving you, to freeze all your assets. You know, in an ideal world, you have a lot of money, you have the best attorney, and you don't even need to read the contract. He just takes care of business. Right. But when you're first getting started, I don't know if you have that kind of, um, you know, those resources. Yeah. So even if you do, and you've never done a deal before, and you've got, you've got $100 million, you're not worth, I would still read it right. just to know right. what they're putting in or hire someone to, to explain it to me right. what's actually in the contract and how they're trying to maneuver. Mm-hmm. Um, lenders, property managers, once you start, before you start working with somebody, everyone tries to get the most yeah. in their position. Yeah. And you got to be willing to, or you got to, you have to have an understanding of what that is, have the knowledge or mm-hmm. have a partner that has the knowledge to point that stuff out and then go back to them and be like, Hey, this is not how we're going to do it. Right. You know, X, Y, and Z. Now, now the negotiation really begins. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, that's a, that's an amazing dynamic because in the world of like, you know, just speaking on the property management side, it's like people come in like, you know, wanting leases and doing this and doing agreements, just signing on the dotted paper. And like, you're getting a lease, just something as simple as even a lease. There's like a 20 page, 30 page document that you're signing through and people are just like, yeah. and then they come and then something happens, God forbid, and you have to break out of your lease and you're sitting there like, yo, I gotta, you gotta pay, you know, four times your rent up front four months rent baby four months rent before you get out of your lease and you're sitting there like oh and then that effect directly puts you in a position where now your credit is hit because you don't have the cash up front or the capital at the moment and then your credit is hit now you can't leverage that credit to get even more money. right so and what you're explaining jehu right to, to like really just put it into like one quick sentence right. is a contract 
protects you from future occurrences, whatever right. those occurrences may be. Yeah. Right. So that's why you want to put in that time and energy as boring sure. as it may right. be to read a contract, right. to actually learn it, understand it, right. and then put yourself in the right position right. and then sign off on those dotted lines. Right. Yeah. And then to put a layer on that too, what you, uh, Ace was saying, as far as like, you know, you're dealing with higher, you know, margins when it comes mm -hmm. to commercial real estate. So in those cases too, even though it's higher reward, you have to be very careful for the people that are watching this. Although it's higher reward, there's also higher risk. So if you're not taking those, oh yeah, those you know motions to mitigate risk, you're going to be in a world of hurt, right? right. So yeah, nah, that's that's definitely you guys nailed it on the head, man. I'm and, a lot. And if we're talking about multifamily as a business or commercial real estate as a mm -hmm. business, mm -hmm. and you're talking about margins, right? Everything they put in the contract that you you didn't see or you just you got too excited and signed off or whatever happened, right? Mm -hmm. That that's going to affect your bottom line, mm -hmm. which is going to affect the value. And, it's gonna and this is, yeah. right, and it's going to affect your investors. Yeah. So yeah. being a good steward of the, the business, being a good steward of the money, is, that's all. Yeah. Up. Right. And so, like, this picture has become really clear. Essentially, it's, you know, the value as a syndicator or a commercial real estate investor as a whole is really in being a good steward, right, and being a good manager and, and literally paying attention to the deep and nitty-gritty details because each one of those details it's going to, like you said, impact the bottom line, whether it's a contract, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, the, the, knowing the numbers of how much the material should cost for the renovations, right. um, you know, so that you're not getting beat out from contractors. Because even to your point earlier about everybody's trying to position themselves the best way. Right. Out of your deal, right? And Correct. Your money, right? You're creating yeah. value. And everybody's trying to position to get a piece of that pie right. in some way. And if you're not on top of it, paying attention to the details, I mean, they'll eat, eat the business up, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to end up failing eventually. So, I mean, it's definitely a detail-oriented thing. So, you know, it sounds like you, to, to really be successful in this business, you have to be that person, be that kind of person, detail-oriented, all type of things, a good manager. Right. Yeah. But also, I want to make it clear that you guys, knowing you guys' story personally, it's not you didn't start off mm -hmm. being able to afford a sixty grand loss, right? You guys right. came from, from bottom up, right? right? Like literally, you know, grinding out Hustle. through yeah. wholesaling, but staying focused on the vision of where you guys wanted to go in your space, right? Like we right. watched you guys do it, you know, what right. I mean? from from wholesale. I came in probably like right after you guys really got the ball rolling on the wholesale game, right? But going from, I mean, like. Yo, just remind me like what you guys started with, like out the gate in your real estate journey, like, like money, like capital, capital ones. Yeah, capital. Uh, credit cards. Yeah, zero, <laughs> zero. Goes back to having, a, having a yeah, really yeah. You know, credit. Yeah. It's actually interesting you say that. Yeah. Major cheat. Uh, I was, you know, lucky enough that I, um, I had credit because mm -hmm. I had a few credit cards before I even graduated college. Man. Where I was, I had like thirty or forty thousand credit line just between my credit cards. Man, so that's amazing. you know, at that point, you know, we were already in the hole. But um, and it's just a matter of making that investment into a mentor, yeah, five, ten right. k, yeah. put it on the credit card, right. and you know you're gonna do it. But yeah. if I wasn't bankable, who knows? You wouldn't be different. Yeah. Story exactly. could be very different. And yeah. that's that I think is so key for people because people watching this will yeah. say, oh yeah, well they you know they got millions of deals. They probably like know all these rich people or whatever it may be. But like, dude. You guys started ground up with some credit cards, which anybody is available to anybody across the board to be yep. able to get credit cards, build your credit, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. And invested it in yourself and your education, yeah. mm -hmm. right? And the mentorship and the guidance or whatever it took for you to go from point A and the, and the experience, bet on yourself to get that experience. So I kind of want to ask you guys now, like from scratch, you know, starting over, starting from ground zero, boom, what's the first thing you're going to do to like get back in the game on that note? Like let's say you lost everything today. 
what would you guys do to give back? Okay, if I lost anything today, I mean, uh, that's a great question. So um, I guess it's more centered around somebody who's probably starting out and wants to um, make just start making some money just real quickly and really rapidly. So right. um, my thing is, dude, it's like, dude, go get, go online, go to, go to a website like listsource.com, go and buy a list of high equity absentee owners lists in your specific zip code and area, pull the list, download it, go to a website like need to skip. Go get a skip trace, pull the phone numbers and start banging out the phone, call every single person and ask them if they want to sell their home as is condition mm-hmm. um, without any any appraisal, cash, um, and you, you can close on it very, very quickly. If you just do that, I think like in three or four easy steps, you can find your first like, real estate deal. selling deals or for like finding a good commercial deal like you guys talking about? Well, just like a single family like opportunity to make some money. Yeah, okay. so, so some quick cash, you get, yeah. the list, you get the list from list source, you get the phone numbers, you start banging out phone calls trying to get those yeah. wholesale deals locked in and then you're going to flip that contract to other investors and then you're going to parlay that money into commercial real estate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to some Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Pretty simple. I mean, great. Um, <laughs> so you can't have the same answer. So like, look, I would, uh, I would, I would get straight into uh, flipping smaller uh, multifamily buildings for eight, 12, 16 units, even even with no experience. Um, the reason I say that is it's uh, it's it's not so big that it overwhelms you, right? Um, and it's not so small where you're you're limiting yourself. Um, and so, uh, I, I would focus on smaller units to learn. Uh, and all you need to know at the end of the day is rents. Run it at a 50% expense ratio, right? So when you get the rents, multiply the the amount of units times the rent, uh, multiply that by 12 months. Um, you know, multiply that total number mm-hmm. by 0.92, which is the occupancy throughout the year. You'll get a value, and then run that number at a 50% ex- expense ratio. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Um, just know where you can take the rents, and that that value will change. Now, from there, all you need to know is because um, you already have your income and your expenses, you just need to the cap rate of your market. So you know if you do X to the income and Y to the uh, for the expenses, if you drop uh, expenses a little bit and you increase the income, you create X amount of value once you divide it by the cap rate. Okay, wow. that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot. That's a lot of ones. Man, I like that though. So, so four, six. So you talk about small surgery family, small multi-family deals. You're gonna go ahead and try to grab those deals, yeah. increase the income so that you can increase the value of the property. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and flip that property to another investor. Uh, I wouldn't even flip it to another investor, Quay. It's a great question, though. I'm glad you actually you asked that question. Right. I would actually transfer that equity. So if I created four hundred thousand dollars on an eight unit right. in equity, I would I would ten thirty one that into a a bigger deal. Mm. I would go from a four unit to a sixteen unit, and now I don't need to raise any money because that's my down payment for the next deal. Okay. Now what what's I, I don't. 1031 oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, a 1031 it is just is you're you're deferring your taxes to a later date okay. you're essentially saying i'm going to take the equity that i built up in this uh in this building mm-hmm. and i'm going to uh invest it into a transfer it into a like a likewise or similar. yeah a likewise or similar property yeah and so if you go up to a, a 16 unit you can 400,000 you can buy a 1.6 million dollar building mm-hmm. So wow, just keep rolling, keep rolling. Right. Now, now, so let me let me throw one more thing. Now, imagine you take that that next deal from 1.6 million to 2.4 million. You added the value. Right. Now you have the 400 grand that you get back plus, plus. the 800 thousand that you create. Now you have 1.2. Now you can jump into the next massive, deal. massive deal. That's, oh, that's a cheat code. I like that a lot. Yeah. 
So I, I, I like both of those answers. One for just generating cash on mm-hmm. thin air, which is yeah. some hard work. The one from very important. Work. Yeah. 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 That's a skill set, right? If you lose everything tomorrow, yeah. you can get that list for a couple, what, a hundred bucks or something like that and yeah. start yeah. banging them things out. Good work for that. Yeah. And then the other, you know, getting into, you know, multifamily, smaller deals and right. continuing Syndicate. that capital into something massive, you definitely would get both of those. Um, obviously y'all got a lot of game to give. So people out there watching this, listen to this, like where can they find you guys? Tap into that info and get some more game off you guys. So you guys can follow us on social media. Um, I'm on Instagram at ace.invest, um, AK is AK invest. Um, you can reach out to us on Facebook, add me as a friend, Ace Karimi. That's my full name. Um, and if you're looking for more information on how to get you know, into multifamily investing for somebody who already probably has some real estate experience, mm-hmm. reach out. I might be able to give you a free resource or two. And um, if you're looking for something deeper, we may be able to have a conversation about that and how I can help you out. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at AK Invest. Okay. Uh, also, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn personally. Akamamedi, A-K-A-M, last name A-H-M-E-D-I. But, yeah. um, you know, you're probably only going to find one of those guys. So, um, add me on there. And like A says, feel free to reach out. Um, I'm very active on Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, so if you have questions, I do check, you know, once a week, once every other week. Um, and then obviously, you know, take it from there. You know, these guys are true networkers because you got a Facebook shout out and a, and a LinkedIn shout out. I don't think anybody's done that. Yeah, yet. nobody's done that shit yet. A lot, man. So you know, you guys are <laughs> That's really special. Good. All right, guys. So we're going to recap the cheat codes from what we heard before we roll out. Yeah. Jay, you go ahead and you kick it off. Yeah, let me start, man. Some cheat codes that I learned personally from these great guys um, is that when you're getting into, you know, real estate investment, you don't want to over leverage yourself in the due diligence process. You want to make sure that you're really, really taking the time to check everything and put all your eyes, make sure all your eyes are dotted, all your T's are crossed by going through the properties, make sure there's no cracks or in his case, in the Texas property, pipes, no pipes, <laughs> no pipes, uh, damaged or eroded in this case. Um, make sure you check the plumbing. Always make sure when you're hiring contractors, make sure that they're solid contracts. There's usually referrals from people like property management, like, you know, people that are already in place there and they have a system already in place. Um, and then also just as a beginner getting into the real estate um, uh, world or don't be scared to dream or go hard. You know what I'm saying? Because these guys literally started with damn near nothing. Their first deal, they put only $400 in on a one point something million dollar property. You know, that's massive. You know what I'm saying? And make sure that your network, their your direct circle is people that can, you know, directly impact you or put you in a position to win. Like these guys had, if it wasn't for their direct circle, they wouldn't have been able to close on such an amazing deal. You know what I'm saying? Which is super important. That just goes to show you if you don't have the right people around you and the right network, you're not going to be going to the right places. You may have visions, but if your circle never changes, your circle will always reflect what your visions and your goals and where you're going to end up. So that's the cheat codes I personally got from that episode. And I, I really appreciate you guys being here, man. Love I that appreciate episode. that, Jay. Yeah, for sure. All right, all right. <laughs> So some of the cheat codes I heard from, from this conversation, it's quite a few, man, but I would say, you know, one, you know, starting over from ground zero, you know, focusing on, you know, generating cash from, you know, from the ground up, right? It doesn't always take a lot of money in real estate to make money. I think that's one of the key things, you know, listen to you guys' story and some of the things you talked about. It doesn't always take a lot of capital to get in like people may think, right? Mm-hmm. You know, hitting the phones and, and contacting people to, uh, you know, to just find those deals. 
that doesn't that doesn't take a whole lot of money, right? So you know, just putting in the work, putting in the effort, um, you know, and putting in the deals together, being a good deal maker, I think is critical. You know, cheat code to this game. Um, second off, being detail oriented, paying attention to the details. You know, finding every single, you know, covering all the groundwork. If you're going to be take in this space and dealing with OPM, um, you know, you have to be a good steward of that capital. So you have to be detail oriented. Huge, huge lesson for me in single family. Lost a lot of money, you know, dealt with a lot of, you know, pain points and things like that, um, you know, in that space by not being detail oriented. So um, definitely a major cheat code to take uh, take with me. Um, third, I would say um, even leveraging the 1031, like you just mentioned. Right. Um, that's a huge cheat code. A lot of people don't take enough advantage of that. That's a great way to build generational wealth or wealth as, as a whole. It's to continue to be able to roll capital from one property to another while deferring taxes the entire way through, right? Right. Um, I think that's a massive cheat code all the way. So um, those are three I think I took the the most from uh, on my end. And I would just encourage anybody out there, if this is something that you're trying to get into, whether it's commercial real estate or real estate as a whole, you know, being diligent um, and, and putting in the work and being patient is just, you know, three things that I've personally watched these guys do over the past you know what? It's been like three or four years now. Yeah, the patience is a huge. Thing. These guys are very. I love that. Very, Thank you. Very patient. Very patient people. Yeah, for sure. Very diligent. Very you know, uh, determined in exactly what it is and where they're going. And then the last one is the mentorship. Yeah. You know, um, like A said, you know, be you'll be a millionaire if you know how to make a million dollars. And right. people out there. Who know how to make a million dollars? The people in this room, specifically, and people outside, just right. any, all over the place, right. know how to make a million dollars and can get you that game on how to make a million dollars, and thus you become a millionaire just by knowing how to do that. Right? Right. It's obviously up to you to put in the effort and the work on your own, but find a mentor, find a coach, find somebody who can give you the game and whatever it is you're trying to do. I don't care if you're trying to be a pilot. I don't care if you're trying to be. Uh, you know, an athlete, you know, right. or whatever it is, you know, find you a coach to get you from point A to point B because you don't know what you don't know. Um, so I think those are the main cheat codes I got. And again, massive. I'm gonna you guys. Thank you, Koi, yeah. Jehu. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one more thing in there for the people. The yeah, let's family. do it. Let's go. Uh, uh, you know, utilize the resources you have in front of us if you're in the uh, multifamily space, guys. Um, so this is our buy box, 80 plus units. If you come across an opportunity, 80 plus units right. uh, in a good area. We look for A or B areas. That means, you know, some, a neighborhood that you would take your mother to, right? Right. Uh, so, so A or B areas, um, if, if the property is under market rents, right? Mm -hmm. And also if there's deferred maintenance. So if you are if you happen to drive by a neighborhood or you just know of a property that, that's in a good area and you notice that it's the ugliest, uh, it's the ugliest building mm -hmm. in the neighborhood, in a good neighborhood, um, you know, it's definitely something deeper to look into, but if you do come across a deal and opportunity, we can help you, uh, in any of the ways that we mentioned throughout the podcast, um, and get the deal done. Yeah. No, make you an equity partner or kick you that's a fee a in the massive, deal. That's a massive deal right there. Sleep on that. That's a massive deal. You guys do not sleep on that. That is a yeah. major opportunity. Go out there and find you a deal. The opportunity is there. Yeah. So you got their Instagram, you got their Facebooks, their LinkedIn, and you find that deal, make sure y'all tap in. Yeah, man. Make Thank sure you, fellas. Appreciate you guys. Okay, and stay tuned with these fellas right here. Yeah. You know, we, y'all kill us. We, we always got something up our sleeve. Yeah, man. As always, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and, and sure tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend. Tell them. Hey, get your credit right, man. <laughs>